Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to Mrs. Cardiology. Heart tips, not tricks. Where Sonita Pan at Mrs. Cardiology herself talks about her fireside chats, not so firesidey, with her husband, Dr. Santosh Pandit, who she uh, is the practice manager for in his private cardiology practice in the North Hills of Pittsburgh. Uh, she has been a caregiver to her father with with uh, uh, congestive heart failure. Uh, she's a caregiver now to her, uh, well, a care protector um, with her 84-year young mother. And uh, she is also uh, a caregiver for her adult uh, son who is severely handicapped. And so she has been there, done that, got the T-shirt, took the picture. And uh, so so now today she's going to review some of her uh, uh, best podcasts of 2014. And they're pretty myriad. She's done some things on, on foods to lower cholesterol and all about cholesterol and how doctors create perfect patients and uh, analysis of state statins versus red yeast. And she's had a guest expert on the high cost of drugs and another on um, on stress that affects your uh, health, your, your heart, and nutrition tips uh, to increase longevity. And she even talks about her interview with another plumber's wife. Really, here she is now this morning, Mrs. Cardiology herself, to impart her wisdom to you, Sunita Pandit. Hey, good morning, Joanne. How are you? Hey, I am super fantastic, thanks to a great lifestyle and a great cardiologist and all this great advice from you. Well, it's always nice to have a fan club. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a fan girl today. <laughs> You're a fan girl. Great. Um no, I had this. Uh, you were talking about how I had the T-shirt. I've got several T-shirts. I've been there, done that, and learned too many things. And we are discovering new ways to disseminate all this information. Uh, one of them being via this podcast. Um, and we are excited to realize that wow, we did a lot of shows, Joanne. What's your number up to? Me? Yeah. What are, what's the number of shows I've done with you? Oh, with you, um, with you. It's uh, seventy. This is our seventy-second show. Wow. Wow. <laughs> for, for, You've been really time, patient, Joanne, taking care of me all this time. Time flies when you're having fun, right? That's right. That's Started right. in 2013. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the last time we did this, we were talking about those earlier shows, and we had reached all the way into May of 2014. And we're going to dive right into because we have a bunch of topics to, to briefly touch upon. I don't want to go into details because then I, you know, I get started and I get sidetracked and we'll be here all day and we got work to do. Um, on 5-30-2014, we talked about myths and facts about fat and cholesterol. We reviewed information both from the dietary guidelines from the U.S. government and nutrition information from the Harvard Medical School because there's a lot of myths and facts about both fat and cholesterol. 
And Joanne, I'm right good at writing a note. I'm going to be writing notes here. We have a lot to do updates on these things because there's so much more we've learned, um, especially about uh, so updates cholesterol. on cholesterol. That's on my list, huh? There you go. And then on um, 6-6-2014, we talked about the seven risks of statin drugs. And there has been there's been a little bit of a change of heart happening in the cardiology community about this whole system of thinking whether to stay on them forever or not. They're revisiting all of that. And yes, it, they they've they claim they proved that it's something that prevents heart attacks, but they haven't really looked at the whole picture. And it it will be uh, what I'm talking about relates to what we'll be following up with the cholesterol and uh, myths that are out there. Um, there's, there's The FDA, of course, has safety reg information uh, about the drugs uh, and, and the risks involved, including cognitive brain-related um, impairment, memory loss, there's risk of blood sugar levels, and, the de- and that causing development of type 2 diabetes, uh, muscle damage, because so many people... Uh, get muscle aches from taking statin drugs. And um, so far they haven't found a good alternative to the mechanics of the statin drug, uh, meaning something that will do the same work without causing all the side effects that the statin drugs do. So I know my research is taking us down another track, and we'll be talking about that in the near future. I think one of the things we should talk about, because as somebody who who, who cannot take the statin drugs, I'm not only getting leg pains, but they go all the way up into my back, to my to my thighs and my back. Um, so I don't take statins. I consider myself allergic to them. That's it. I don't take them. But I have been investigating functional foods, mm-hmm. both manufactured functional foods and and uh, those functional those functional foods that occur naturally. So uh, we probably ought to visit that. Maybe get ourselves an expert on here who can talk about that. I think food. I think it's almost like we could have a separate show just on foods. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Recipes we can well, you you do them. have that Red Heart Kitchen getting ready to to to, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to launch here. So we have to do a nice big product launch on that for you. That's what I was hinting at. I was hoping you would say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got we got that one going. I'll put that on my list, too. <laughs> there you go. Then on the 13th of 2014, we talked about five spices and extracts, five foods to lower cholesterol. Now you see why we're tar- talking about starting the Red Heart Kitchen. It always always goes down to our favorite subject of food, because we love to eat, and our taste buds love to get excited. Um and as you were just saying, Joanne, we did touch upon the fact that there are superfoods that lower your cholesterol. Um, there's a lot of spices that you use that you can use on a daily basis. You don't have to take everything in a pill form. And just that using it correctly, cooking it correctly, you will help your body deal with cholesterol. Absolutely. And you know what? What we'd like to if you the reason we're giving you these dates so you might go back and listen to some of these shows because most of the information is still. Um, uh, uh, relevant, um, and if it's not, you can do a little research and get updates on your own because that's what we try, strive to get you to do. To we we throw it out here and hope that you'll research it yourselves and uh, become as uh, as Sunita calls a knowledge a knowledge consumer. 
Um, so um, informed consumer, educated uh, consumer. Yeah, but you, but but you know, uh, uh, one of the things about this uh, this uh, lowering cholesterol, my because of my health situation with cancer and with having open heart surgery, you know, to replace a valve, and he's like determined that my valves are never going to get blocked again. He and my daughter, uh, your husband, but uh, he has he actually has invented a. Dairy-free, lactose-free, dairy-free, and gluten-free, ready for it, fettuccine Alfredo. Made yesterday. Gluten-free, gluten-free, and dairy-free, fettuccine Alfredo. Absolutely doable. And it was outstanding. Mm -hmm. So we'll be giving you that recipe for it. It's real easy. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Now, on 622, we did a a topic called Five Steps for Doctors to Create the Perfect Patient. And obviously, the patient can help. We we run into a lot of issues in our office when we're in the practice, and it leads my husband to jump up and down constantly. I don't have this, I don't have that, and... Right. Well, it's hard to take care of a patient if they don't. We don't have all the information that's necessary. So we get into a little bit of who needs to do what and who's responsible for what. And it's not always the doctor, guys. You you got to take responsibility for yourself. So we get into um, those issues, and you know, what are some of the things that the doctor can um, educate you on? What kind of questions can you ask them? And you got it from the horse's mouth on on this show. Because you had your husband on here, Dr. Dr. Santosh Pandit. Yep. He's actually working on a webinar to teach people how to take responsibility. Yeah, patient responsibility. How yeah. about that? Yes. Yeah. But we, but, you know, We've had physician our... responsibility for years. We need a patient responsibility. Well, I call it the patient bill of rights. We describe all the responsibilities that they have for themselves. I gotta get that over to you, Joanna. Put it up on people. No to self, patient bill of rights. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then on seven, we're giving you the dates that you can go to TalkShoe, or you can go to pplmag.com, where Sunita's show is an anchor show on PositivelyPittsburghLiveMagazine.com. All the good news about Pittsburgh, and uh, you can go either one and just find the date, search the date, and listen to the show. So on seven twenty-seven. We did this great show. We did a, a series here. This is a Wait, we reviewed. You, you, you skipped yeah. seven six. Oh oh oh, that's right. Top I reasons. Want, I don't want to talk about that. You talk about that. Oh, the top reasons for for prescribing statins. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Santosh Patton was on here, and uh, we have a ongoing um, discussion. With um, with a discussion with 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 Dr. Pandit about statins and uh, and and why they shouldn't be subscribed prescribed for people. Um, it's pretty kind of uh, yeah long-standing. Um, but um, he explained the top five reasons why cardiologists prescribe statin drugs and um, for the primary prevention of cardiovascular disease prevent the occurrence of heart attack, prevention of stroke and mini-stroke, 
patients with diabetes seem to need them more, patients with familial high cholesterol. And then he also talked about the three risk factors, why cardiologists uh, may decide in internal medicine, um, uh, uh, why they're not for you. So this is a very, very uh, uh, for, uh, forthcoming, um, honest approach to what's going on in the medical profession with regard to, to statins. And I think we should get him to give us a little update because there's been a lot of, um, I think we should do a little update with him. Mm-hmm. We're going to. We have to. Because, because, you know, the more we educate the patients, the more they're going to question the use of statin drugs and... A lot of research has come out since right. they've decided that, that uh, uh, and the big thing we, we you always question about, and, and, and doctors are coming more to this uh, knowledge, uh, realization that uh, it's not necessarily heart disease, not necessarily called by, caused by cholesterol, but it's caused by inflammation. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things we did in 2016 was talk about the anti-inflammatory diet. So, well, there's uh, that, and as far as the cholesterol is concerned, it's not the statin drugs. Um, is the, the the problem that I have with statin drugs in one sentence simply is that a statin drug uses up other essential nutrients in your body in order to reduce the cholesterol at the cost of creating more problems. Mm-hmm. And so, where we might prevent a heart attack, we create more other issues that their patient has to end up dealing with. Yeah, and there's a lot of combination drugs out there now, and uh, oh, and there's the the jury's out as to whether they whether they save that situation or not. You know, uh, and yeah, you have doctors, you have doctors who who won't even weigh in on it. He'll say, "I have this. Um, they brought it, and this is what my PCP said to me one point in time before he retired, Doctor McCollum. He said, "You know, I have this cholesterol medication." And it's supposed to, uh, you know, it sounds like it should work. It's supposed to um, to flush the cholesterol out of your system before it has a chance to accumulate. Well, in theory, that's the perfect way to do it because you get cholesterol a couple of ways. You get, it's, it, we never talked about this. It's in your body. I'm reading a book now on, on, uh, on cholesterol. Mm-hmm. It's in your body naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, because your body makes cholesterol. And then it's also created by the bile in your stomach also. So um, it, the theory being that if you can get that to go out just to be eliminated through the bowel, then you should be able to to reduce cholesterol or at least keep it from from increasing. So, um, But the doctors will say, and this is two doctors now, the new PCP has said the same thing, this is supposed to work this way. We're not sure. Want to try it? <laughs> I love that. Well, you know what? I, I keep on arguing with my husband. I say, well, this new multivitamin or this new supplement, well, there's no trials on it. Maybe I should be using that quote with him. It's supposed to work this way. Would you like to try it? Yeah, there you go. Now, on 727, we continued this um, uh, statins versus red yeast, which was a very good conversation. Red yeast and rice is, is, um, is something we discovered that you're, you have a family member that's been using it for years, and then we just we were trying to find, locate some, and it's becoming hard to find. Uh, two, actually, yeah. Uh, the red yeast and rice. And the reason is, um, from what I can understand, don't quote me on this, please investigate yourself, um, they're trying to control red yeast and rice 
um, because there are risk factors involved and they're trying to make it by prescription only. Because the truth of the matter is that red, the su- substance in, that's in statin drugs is also in red yeast. Yes. And so, so you don't that, want to just go willy-nilly taking red yeast. You have to be careful. And, and you, you, this is one thing you have to say. This is one homeopathic uh, remedy that you need to either be under the care of a physician or a homeopathic doctor to be using it. Right. And you, it was it, there was so much information that we did. You did two shows, actually. Yeah, we had to go back and really uh, to differentiate the, the sources of red yeast, and then talk about, you know, it, does it help just cholesterol, or is there an issue with diabetes, fatty liver, see it, you know, coronary heart disease? All of those things that it affects is what we were discussing. So. Hey, Joanne, do me a favor and grab the next one. The office is calling. I'll be right back. Okay. And so we're at, uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, this is when Sunita puts me on the spot, and I'm, 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 sort of, I'm sort of trying to do something else, but she's taking notes or things that she wants me to do here. So um, the efficacy of statin versus red uh, yeast and rice. Um, we did that one already, right? Okay. You're not, you're not answering me, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to assume that I'm right here. Um, and then um, she talked about the the the, the, the 8-5 show was on uh, 14, was on the benefits and risks, balancing out by the risks of red yeast and rice. So there are some risks along with red yeast and rice, the same as there are with statins. So uh, you have to be aware of that. And always consult your healthcare care uh, professional because we're not physicians. Um, and our information is what we have researched. Now, the research we assume is correct, but we can't always be responsible for that. Now, there is uh, on 812, uh, Mrs. Cardiology discuss alternative med approach to red yeast and rice. Um, there are possible interactions with herbs and the alternative and complementary approach to red yeast and rice. Now, her discussion included information from the National Center for Alternative and Complementary Medicine. And you, you, you can hear on this, you should hear this if you're going to investigate red yeast and rice, hear what they say on key facts, safety, and clinical trials. And uh, also you can find out resources to check the reliability of information on the web about red yeast and rice. She really uh, um, goes into depth on how to uh, make sure that the information is reliable because in many cases the information you're getting is from a website that sells a product that uh, employs red yeast and rice. And then on August 21st, um, she had an award-winning... here from Joanne? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I noticed. When my husband was approached about getting into the whole world of information marketing and creating a website and disseminating information that is filtered through him, his first question, why would anybody come to my site? There's WebMD. And I said, have not you looked at WebMD re- lately? Not only the most, always the most reliable source. Like, Why, what's the problem? I said, well, first of all, I have trouble navigating WebMD because I don't know where the article is and where the advertisements are. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I don't like it. It's very confusing on how to use it. And we're trying to reach the patients that need to get their information in a succinct manner. And for the uneducated user, and, and consider this, uh, Sunita, that when, and as a marketing person, that's what I do, um, 
And uh, you must always assume that most people in the United States today read on the fifth grade level. Now, when they see something, and Google's gotten a lot more responsible about this, actually, and they'll say, beside a search, this is a promoted result, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I always scroll down below the promoted results and read the real stuff. But even then, um, just because someone has promoted it doesn't mean that they're not promoting a particular product on their blog um, or on their information sites. So you have to be very careful about where you get information. And in that particular show, you did discuss that, which I thought was a very, very good discussion. Um, then we had some experts come in. On 8-21-2014, we had an award-winning healthcare author um, who talked about drug costs. We sure did. I'm sorry, I had to answer the doorbell here. <laughs> she did a great job. Fred, Hoth, Fred uh, Fran Hawthorne. Fran, yeah, mm-hmm. Fran Hawthorne came and talked about, um, I mean, it's just an overwhelming subject in itself. Can you simplify it only to a certain degree? And it's just that we've we've grown into knowing a lot about it because we run a medical practice. And even then we don't know everything out there. Because there's such a variety of different things going on in the whole, and it's changing on a daily basis. Exactly. And to give you friends pedigree, she's a writer at Fortune, Business Week, The Bergen Record, and Institutional Investor, where she's now a senior contributing writer. Um, and she's had eight award-winning books, um, including one about inside the FDA. And she talks about the business and politics behind the drugs which is a big, big deal if you don't think it is. Boy. Oh, it is. I know people want to put their head under a, a pillow and not think it happens, but it does. Uh, yeah, her book, that book was Politics Behind the Drugs We Take and the Food We Eat. And uh, then she um, did the Merck Druggernaut. They're both published by John Wiley and Sons. These are not self-published books, by the way. Not self-published publishing books. In addition, she writes regularly on these topics for the New York Times, Newsday, The Scientist, and many other publications. Now, on 829, Mrs. Cardiology had another expert, stress expert, discussing stress and heart disease. Now, Laura Cooks is an RN who left patient care and became a certified wellness coach to follow her passion of helping people improve their health and wellness proactively. She discussed on this show uh, good versus bad stress, how stress affects the heart and body, relaxation and mindfulness, why stress management does not have to be stressful, and five ways to begin to relax in two minutes. Now, she's the author of a book, Wellness Made Simple, which is available on Amazon. And there will be a link to buy that book on uh, on the blog here. And any other books that uh, we recommend will be, there will be a link for them also. And the blog is mrscardiology.com. Now, on September 12th, um, Mrs. Cardiology again went back into red yeast and rice analysis by complementary medicine. So this was the final part of the series on red yeast and rice for cholesterol reduction. And uh, she discussed uh, uh, the the traditional Chinese culinary and medical product and how the alternative and complementary medicine field has analyzed it. And there might be some surprises here. Uh, then on October 20th, um, Mrs. Cardiology gave eight heart nutrition trips, tips for increased longevity. 
uh, you can incorporate these eight tips into your life and you'll continue to find that heart-healthy eating is both doable and enjoyable with planning and a few simple substitutions you can eat with your heart in mind. Uh, well, that was know, a really Joanne, great, on great that one, mm-hmm. On that one, we're going to end up expanding on the new paradigm for longevity has gone from 80 to 120. What to do with your life for those extra years and how to stay healthy for those extra years. The new paradigm, let's see, that's what we're being, your new bar- paradigm for longevity uh-huh. has gone from 80 years to 120. Yeah, and I used to say I'm, yeah, I used to say I'm going to live to be 100. I always, now say I'm going to live to be 110. I'm going to well, increase that to 100. You know, you know where this is coming from, right? The insurance industry. They have to insure us for our life insurance. Mm-hmm. They can't stop at 80 anymore. We're living to 120. We're going to have to be insured for a longer time. That's right. So all those numbers have to be adjusted. And we had such a good re- a good good reaction to uh, Sana Carpalotti being on talking about stress that we had her on Mrs. Cardiology again on October 26th, and mm-hmm. she talked about the psychology of stress. Yep, how we are busy, 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 and then we end up thinking that we don't have really have time for health and happiness and well-being. And are we sort of like getting so used to being under stress that we don't we sort of get disconnected from the the seriousness of it? So she she did a really good job about stay wise about health to get wealthy, which was a topic at the uh, at the fifth uh, annual Navade, sixth annual Navade. I can't can't I can't can't keep track. I think it was the sixth annual Navade. Mm-hmm. And she was on a panel, did a real good job. So she talked about using an emotional freedom technique, alchemical hypnotherapy, and Hellinger family constellation work to help her clients ease life tensions and trauma. So there is help out there for your stress. Absolutely. And I've gone through all this. Mm -hmm. We were talking the other day. One day um, somebody was upset with me about something, and I was talking to my friend Jill on the phone, and her son was in the car, her 22-year-old son. She has twins. Or 22, and I said, and she, I know she had me on a speakerphone, and I said, how can they be mad at me? I'm the most positive person around. For heaven's sake, I'm freaking Pollyanna. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even think, you know, who would know that reference because most people don't read that book anymore. But like she said, she had read the book to her kids. So they knew, and and all of a sudden, I hear this laughter in the background. But thanks to thanks to Sana, I'm freaking Pollyanna. Everything's good. Life is wonderful. There's good news all around you. All you have to do is look for it. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And most of it is thanks to uh, the work that uh, Sana did with me, because I was, uh, I and I didn't know I was stressed out. Uh, if anybody talked, to, I talked to anybody. They would say, they would say, and I would say. Joanne's one of the calmest people I know. Ah, I was not calm. I was not calm. I just was, like, keeping it all under the surface. And you know when stress has to come out somewhere, man, if you if you don't deal with that stress, it, it comes out in arthritis, it comes out in bursitis, the old lady that has lumbago is probably busy talking about her neighbors. I mean, you know, seriously. So. <laughs> yes, be careful what you speak. Words are powerful because they come back to bite you. 
Absolutely. And this last show you did for the season was such a fun show. One summer's was, wife to another. Yeah, she was in as a speaker for the uh, for the sixth annual Nava Day, and uh, and she would, it was delightful. But you guys had yeah. a lot of fun on this show. Yeah, Ellen Rohr has a, uh, a a branding she's created called the Plumber's Wife Turned Business Makeover Expert, or I say artist. And she came on the show to talk about her experience of getting involved with her husband's business because she's not a plumber. She stepped in to help run the business, just like me. I'm not a cardiologist, but I stepped in to help run the business. And the reason she had to step in is because her husband's partner, who did all the accounting, et cetera, had a sudden heart attack and died. So she she really knew kind of what she was talking about here, about, you know, uh, about the plumbing end of it and, 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 and the plumbing end of it. <laughs> a lot of fun. She really did, um, and and it was interesting to be able to talk to a wife and how you adapt and get involved in your husband's careers when that's not your career. And uh, it just brings to, I'm going to leave people with this little joke that we heard a while ago. A cardiologist had a party, and the toilet got stopped up. So he calls up the local plumber that would show up, and he, the guy shows up, and after he fixed the, the toilet, he hands the cardiologist a bill. For about five minutes work, he got a bill for $500. He said, that's more money per hour than I do make. I don't believe I have to pay this, sir. I can reverse what I just fixed. <laughs> so he got quietly paid. <laughs> well, you know, the other the flip side of that that I heard is the additional the additional punchline is okay. Let me rewrite that bill. Sixty dollars for the visit from the plumber. Plumber. Mm-hmm. Four hundred and forty dollars for the knowledge of the plumber to fix the problem. <laughs> yes, that's a good one too. Absolutely. But that, okay. that's true. I mean, they're all they're both plumbers. <laughs> And then, of course, in, in medicine, I always tease the GI doctors. I, I call them the lower half plumbers, and I call my husband the upper half plumber. Oh, geez. First floor, <laughs> second floor, right? <laughs> or basement, first floor. That's okay. It. Well, okay, so that's it for today. And then um, we, I believe we're going to have a couple of ex- guest experts in between, but we're not sure. Uh, we're working on the uh, uh, editorial calendar for the rest of the week, but we are going to go over what's happened in 2016. This is a really good cheat sheet, kind of like the cliff notes mm-hmm. to all the shows that Sunita's done, and she approaches our 100th episode. And we have to plan some big Hoopla online party or something for your 100th. Oh, episode. it can't be just online. We'll we'll uh, televise it or, or um, live stream it, but we'll have to do an actual party party. Oh yeah, and have, have, a, have a grand have a grand scanning event celebrating the hundredth. Sure, episode. and we'll have to have a DJ playing all the heart all the heart songs. Everybody's got a hungry heart. That's right. Yes. That's and right. Uh, your so heart we'll, has to be fed well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't forget, always, always, always listen to your heart because the brain cells of your heart were formed first when you were conceived, and then the heart, and then your brain. So that your real brain, the root of your brain is in your heart. You hear the heart beating so the brain they say, listen else. to your heart, that's why they're saying that. Your heart knows. It spiritually guides you. 
and uh, yeah, and and you know the interesting, the interesting part about that is, as a heart patient, the very first thing that it told me in cardiac rehab, when after I had my first heart surgery in two thousand nine, um, a second heart surgery is for a congenital problem which expanded, by the way, due to. Uh, Oh, I'm going to say this. They can sue me. Due to uh, chemotherapy, there, there are studies now about proving that. But you know, okay, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. You're not to say it. It's your body you're talking about. And uh, so, so uh, one of the things they told us in cardiac and re- cardiac rehab is always assume that anything going on with you, if you are a heart patient above the waist, has to do with your heart. That could be indigestion, that could be a pain in your arm, that could be a throbbing headache on the side of your head, it could be neck pain, it could be tooth pain when you don't have any cavities, it could be a lot of things. So you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention and especially if you're a woman you will have atypical symptoms and they may get get neglected. So and, uh, and what they t- say is that, that heart, heart, uh, heart, uh, heart attacks or cardiac arrest is a number one killer of women over breast and ovarian cancer. Yes. People don't understand how important it, it is to be educated on it and to prevent yeah, it. Yeah, that's another show we need to do. Did we do that yet? Uh, why women need to pay attention to their hearts? Nope, I don't think we've done that yet. Okay. Okay, we've talked about it in passing. I'm I'm just sitting here today um, putting your editorial calendar as we... Mm-hmm. Uh, as we and speak. I know I have to start cracking and putting together uh, pamphlets that you know pull together all this information and to highlight it for them so that people can have a perhaps, perhaps some little e-books, a little e-books, little series uh, of e-books. Yes, Mrs. Uh, by the way, uh, if you have a topic you want um, Sunidia, Mrs. Crowley, to talk about, you can email her at mrscardiology at gmail dot com. No period in there, right? No, just run on Mrs. Cardiology at gmail.com, and put in their topic for Mrs. Cardiology and ask her what you'd like to talk about or what you'd like her husband to talk about that because she she kind of has her husband's ear. Um, what did he say his recipe for recipe? Would you ask him what his re, what recipe for stress was? Oh, no. His prescription he, for stress? He, we were discussing stress and how do you treat it, and he said he was stirring my our son's chocolate milk one evening and he just stood there stirring and stirring and says de-stress your life don't work for your wife (laughs) so in other words if you have a topic if you have a topic that you you want him to talk about she'll get him to talk about it (laughs) well i said to him i said so what you're going to work for your girlfriend then he says are you kidding that's more expensive so his goal is to not work for the wife don't work for her don't work for the wife or the girlfriend. Of course, now her, their son, their younger son says, just don't worry about it. My mother has a way of getting my father to do what she wants him to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that boy to keep quiet. Don't he, he doesn't need to let out the family secrets here. <laughs> okay, so uh, you should you should mention your sponsor. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, before that, we promised yeah. a shout-out to a compatriot here, Uh, another anchor podcaster uh, for pplmag.com, which is Joanne Forrester, the Empress of Biz. She'll be doing a show later on this week, and she did give me notes on it. Um, It's going to be called called, uh, The Basics, Back to the Basics. 
um, the simple steps for starting a business. And normally she'll be doing that on Wednesdays at 9 a.m., and we're trying to be on at 8 a.m. on uh, Wednesdays before her, so we'll be telling you about it. But if you are a business owner or you know a business owner, please share this information. And by the way, if you like this show, please share. There's a share button on TalkShoe. Um, there's a share button on PPL Mag. You can share it on social media. You can share it by email with people that you find where you find it relevant. But please, please do share um, these shows that you think are, are important for other people to listen to. And you can find today's notes at MrsCardiology.com. And now, words from our sponsor. Yes, the sponsor for Mrs. Cardiology Show is the Biophotonic Scanner, which is a wonderful $100 million invested technology that sits on the desk, and we test live tissue, which means that there's no poking or drawing blood or anything like that. It's a live tissue test that tells us how well your lifestyle is working for well, you. Well, just a light or something, right, like a little laser? A little laser light yeah. that scans the palm of your hand. And that $100 million technology, that must have been a pretty expensive test, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Normally it's $60, and we charge listeners to the show only 20 only twenty dollars, and everybody else pays sixty. Okay, get right on it. How can they? How can they figure that out? What they name? call me at four one two three six seven nine one zero four. Tell them you want to come in and see Mrs. Cardiology to get scanned. Okay, now uh, for those people, and you're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, of course. But for those people who who are outside of the city, you probably have uh, numbers of other uh, physicians' offices that have the device, right? We have other people we can connect them to. Yes. Okay, for people that are out of the out of the area. Out okay, the area. wonderful. <coughs> uh, Mrs. Cardiology today uh, is copyrighted to Sunita Panet, DBA, Mrs. Cardiology. Uh, 2013 to 2016, all rights reserved. Um, additional notes can be found and information at mrscardiology.com. Thanks, Joanne. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.